All right, I'm John Talkington from the Birminghorn Meadery. And I'm J.R. Walker from Birminghorn Meadery, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, hi, ho there. We're all fucked up on me. Uh, welcome to episode number 43 of Epitome of Stupidity, your favorite allegedly metal podcast. Allegedly. We got some uh, cool special tunes in the background. The cool, special, and just goddamn brutal. Go oh. ahead, Clint. Uterine. I'm going with uterine. Yeah. Uterine industrialization. From the upcoming Venom Prison album, Sansara. And it is, look, we've heard the whole damn thing. We've had it for a couple so, weeks now. Out 315. Out on March 15th. Yeah. It is. Prosthetic. Whoop, whoop. I, I mean, there's heavy and then there's this. This shit is holy crap. It will, I, I, I do not recommend listening without laces in your shoes or a belt in your pants. It is fucking heavy. I recommend the opposite. This is metal. This isn't being prepared. <laughs> this is this is all out fucking madness, man. It is heavy. Check it out. It's good stuff. More of that on the back end of the show. Real quick, a word from our sponsor. There. The Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival has arrived. Map Free Stadium, Columbus, Ohio, May 17th through the 19th with Foo Fighters. System of the Down. Are you ready? Disturbed. Get up, get up. Bring Me the Horizon, Prodigy, Ghost, Hailstorm, Lamb of God, The Cult, Andrew Dice Clay, and more. Go to SonicTempleFestival.com for everything. See ya at the temple. Is it your mind still blown? Um, well, I mean, when you tell me we'll come back, you'll find out. We just gave, uh, we're back. <laughs> we just gave away a pair of tickets to that show, ladies and gentlemen. To a Mr. James Robertson the third. Yeah, and if you were watching on our Instagram or Facebook live streams, you could have seen us do it sideways. I don't know that guy, but he sounds like a pretty cool guy. Uh, listening to, so, do you remember that band I told you to listen to today? I know you didn't listen to me. Misery Index, it. yeah. Have you heard of them? Yes. Okay, they've been around. Misery Index, I found them today. I'm happy with that fine. I like them. Yeah? I like them. And they got, they're a good fine. In, they in just my, put out an album, right? Today. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got like five other ones, so I can go back and listen to all that stuff. Um, I listened to the new Demon Hunter. And it was lame. Both of them. It was lame. You know? Uh, I believe what, I had that. It is what it is. Um, and I think I did a little Seven Dust. I listened to Horndel from start to finish again this week. I see a theme going on here. Cool video, by the way. Yes. Cool video, by the way. They have them. a video. It is for... Wasteland is... I mean, it is... You know, just a, a pretty simple, straightforward video, but for that music and what it means and the imagery they show while they're jamming, doing the it's, typical warehouse jam kind of factory right, jam. Right, right, right. But it, it is, it's, you can feel it, man. It is it, fucking yes, crazy. Absolutely. And I mean, this is kind of like when that new Clutch album came out. Um, just assume I'm listening to Horndel until I, <laughs> and until I tell you otherwise, because that album is. You want to change your review? Just so gorgeous. <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> what are you uh, listening to? But, uh, I I actually started the week. Uh, I did the Brian thing and and went with some just kind of generic card rock. I started the week on a, I started the Monday on a surprisingly good fucking note and didn't need all the anger. So I I turned on some Tremonti and 
You know, there's there's old Tremonti, not the new oh, yeah, Tremonti no, people. The first album yeah. specifically. Uh, and uh, you know, there's there's a bunch of fun double kick and chugging guitars and everything. Can I say something weird right here to interrupt you? I absolutely. So I found that whatever I said earlier, band on the uh, misery index. No, oh, yeah, on Spotify by clicking browse new sure. metal. Buck Cherry. Oh my God. Was in there. That's not in the metal category on inhuman. Spotify. That whoever put that there should be put down. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> whoever put that? Who put that who there? Who put that there? <laughs> Uh, got onto some Yob midweek and then found out about the <laughs> Neurosis tour that I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously, Neurosis, post metal band of fucking forever, probably, but <laughs> post metal band of the week. And uh, finished the week pretty strong with a Neurosis clutch combo that's like a one two punch from Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. You are not getting up from that one. I know that's this is the only I'm sitting down. Boxing references you know, right? Correct. Okay. Well, Buster Douglas. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, well, you know what? You know what? You know what? Well, I do know. I got I, a need for some meat. I got that. Uh, all right. Again, I feel like you were holding on to some of these. Yeah. So uh, we've already done this interview, and so we could preface it by saying- But we're still going to act like we're going to call him. Yeah, but it is worth listening to. We're a metal, allegedly metal podcast. Thank it you. All, Th- it all ties <laughs> it is back- It worth listening to. <laughs> it all ties back to, to music. You know, some people are like, well, I don't want to hear about mead, you know? It is very interesting. They put they put a lot of cool aspects into it, especially tying it back to doing it for bands and collective jars and labels and all kinds of. It all integrates and fits with our theme here, which is fucking kick ass music. By the way, can confirm yours is good too. What is it? <laughs> mine, is, mine is good too. Mine is Wolf Woods. We may have been drinking some of this mead. Yeah. Anyways, dial some numbers. Let's see what happens. Ring. They answered. We've got. JR and John from Brimminghorn Meadery, they make delicious alcohol, and I consume it. <laughs> John, JR, how are you guys today? We're good. Good, man. Thanks for having us on. Happy to have you. Do you guys do a lot of podcasts? Uh, I have done zero. Really? I've done quite a few. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Cool. That's okay. I kind of didn't see that coming, but all right. Um, so I guess let's let's start with the easiest question: Why mead? Why mead? Uh, because I've been making it for twenty six years. I actually started when I was sixteen years old in high school. Oh, <laughs> I read a lot of Norse mythology and uh, about pagan cultures and. Uh, it's always mentioning mead in there. And I was wondering what the hell is this mead stuff they're talking about? So I looked at some old books and there was some recipes for mead. So I started making it. That, that almost makes too much sense. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So no, no beer. You, you never brewed any beer. You don't brew any beer. Oh, I brew beer too. Okay. I was a, I was a brewer at dogfish head brewery oh. in uh, Delaware for 14 years okay we've heard of them we got we, yeah we got that in our stores out, out here yeah they're, they're a small brewery yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i suppose it Actually, should be mentioned uh john and jr jr are coming to us from delaware the state not delaware ohio right <laughs> yeah i'm actually from ohio so i know where both homes at oh <laughs> nice look at you doubling up <laughs> uh you guys have a, a fun connection you know obviously this is you know, as we like to call it, allegedly a metal podcast. And we ended up coming into contact with you guys because of a fun connection that we both have with prosthetic records. Uh, 
how and why and all the uh, things in between there with that? How'd that happen? Uh, well, basically, uh, we started our uh, Mead and Metal collaboration uh, series. Metal. We started with Incantation. Uh, the bass player, Chuck's a, a really good friend of ours. And uh, we decided, like, yeah, we'll make a meet with these guys. And what ended up happening is a friend of ours was playing with uh, one of my favorite bands, Junius. And I said, hey, man, uh, say something to them. See if they'd be interested in doing a you know a collaboration meet. And uh, they were super interested in it. And uh, Joseph and I started talking the singer. And uh, he introduced us to Steve, who's... Uh, Steve Joe is head of A and R Prosthetic Records, and uh, we all became really good friends, and just decided, like you know, hey, we're gonna start working with a lot of their a lot of their bands, just because what what they're doing is 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 so cool, and they've been super supportive of us, and uh, you know, it's it's it just kind of all worked out great. So you know, what's the difference between just a regular mead that you guys just you know have in house, and you know, and and what you do with these bands? So, so a regular mead we would have in house would just be a like a tr- more of a traditional style mead. So it's honey, water, and yeast fermented together, and I mean you get an amazing product depending on what kind of honey it is. But when we do the band releases. I try to like tap into the band. I try to tap into what they're about. Um, we we discuss ingredients. We discuss flavor profiles. Um, we discuss like you know the songs and things like that. And I try to incorporate that into the mead. So it's like two artists working together uh, to make a you know this this product that we're making, and uh, it's very like artistic on both ends of the spectrum. I'm literally sitting here drinking. Uh, let's see here. Which one do I have? I have Freya's Kiss. And listening to you describe all that, I kind of want to just chug the damn thing. It'll get hammered if you do that. So yeah, you know, well, I'm, I, better judgment so, says I shouldn't. So yeah, so the heavier the band, the more the the alcohol content. Maybe or is that is, is that play any kind of? I mean, not always. Okay. Freya's his kiss is our uh, international award winner, so we uh, we won a silver medal with that at the Mazer Cup last year. Nice. Um, so that mead is one of the best meads in the world. Brian, you can't have. That's any why. Weight. That's okay. Okay. Well, I'm drinking the Wolf Woods. What about that? Well, Wolf Woods is a Viking style mead. So yeah. It's got hops. Suck and it, Juniper Clint. berries added to it. So very very Scandinavian style. Yeah. Ah, all right. Right. So that's a tie. <laughs> It'll make you tough. You'll go get some tattoos and you know, wanna wanna raid a village. You know? That's what that feeling I'm having yeah, right now. Is. Okay, yeah. it's a raid. You seem a little yeah, perky. You should go with that feeling. <laughs> Let's just see what happens. So can you give a, give us an example of, of you know, so we, we also you, you said the three basic ingredients. So give us an example of a of a band that you worked with and what you, what you added and like maybe the thought process, like, well, we threw in this because they had this aspect to their music kind of thing. Well, well, when we did the Atlas Moth Mead, uh, detective, uh, Valentine's proprietary, um, JR was telling me, he says, well, the drummer works for uh, dark matter coffee. And I said, well, that's perfect. I said, let's do a uh, coffee mead. We'll get some of the dark matter coffee. 
And we'll pair that with some uh, Madagascar vanilla beans, and we'll put that in a bourbon barrel. So you get these like nice coffee flavors. You get the vanilla to kind of open up all all the other flavors, and you get that nice bourbon background. And we used a a buckwheat honey and a wildflower honey, both dark honeys, and that kind of made the coffee and the vanilla pop, especially that bourbon barrel. I mean, all those flavors combined together just made an incredible mead. What was the name of that one? Detective Valentine's Proprietor. We did that for the Atlas Moth. Because uh, Dark Matter did uh, Coffee Noir for uh, the Coma Noir. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's a big, like, nice circle of, uh, you know, use, using their uh, their band coffee uh, with their band meat. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Those guys were, those guys were intense. They were, they were fun to work with. We, we talked to Stavros on the show. That dude is a character. Did you get some interaction with that guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's a maniac. Oh, he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, he <is>. <laughs> maniac <laughs> is the perfect word to describe Absolutely. him. I think he was one of the funnest guys we talked to on here. It was, uh, I'm like, my face was hurting after we were done. <laughs> we were not expecting that. Oh yeah, he's great. He's a, he's actually a big like pro wrestling fan. Yeah, too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we got into some of that too. <laughs> he is proud about his wrestling. Yeah, he doesn't he's he's more fun than all the barrels of monkeys. So how many yeah, how many got, Go ahead. We got to see those guys live in uh December, the beginning of December. We went out for the what was that? Uh Forever Death Fest. Forever yep. Death Fest. Ah. In, fa- in fact, I told you we should actually went to that. released that day. Yeah, they were phenomenal live. I mean, it just sounded like you were listening to the CD. That's fucking crazy, man. There was a whole... You guys did meet for, like, most of the bands on that second day of the bill, didn't you? Literally, I think literally all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so once you do these custom meads, do you just carry them in, in the brewery and for, for public consumption? Or, I mean, what what's the process yeah, I mean, after that? They're one-offs. So basically, we can ship online. So we ship to 42 different states, you know, so their fans can can get a hold of it. But uh, the metal. we make it once and it's done. You know, we make a super limited run of it. Like it's like 220 bottles. And then that's, you know, that's it. OK. Damn. So so how many how many different variations do you carry right now in this in the you call it, Is it a brewery, a, a meadery, I guess, in the meadery? OK. We're more we're more like a winery than a brewery. OK. I, I, There's, I, mean, uh, I think. I think we have 14, 14 or 15 meads right now and a couple ciders. We have uh, probably over 60 meads that we've served in the house. That that should get any normal person through a night, right? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll find at least one thing that you like. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a boring question, but I got to know, what, do you, uh, what ounces do you serve a, a glass of mead? So uh, some of the special meads we serve in four ounce pours. Okay. Uh, then our regular Small. stuff is in six ounce pours, and then uh, we have a variety of mead we call session meads that are eight percent alcohol and they're slightly carbonated, like a beer or a cider. They're eight percent. I, I saw so they go in a glass. I saw on the website you guys go up to twenty percent. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can go up that high. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit dizzy just thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, that probably goes backwards though. If you make something twenty percent, they only drink one, then they fall off the stool. I mean, you, right. you want to sell them? You want to sell them five, not one. Um, so tell us about this. You know this, uh, the name, the Brimminghorn Meadery name. The the imagery is really cool too. So if you look at our logo, it's a it's a horn, and there's overflowing mead coming out of it. 
Um, that goes back into ancient times. Uh, ancient people often drank out of the drinking horn. Um, ancient Greece, the Vikings, uh, the ancient Polish, um, uh, a variety of cultures in Northern and Southern Europe drank out of the horn. So the brimming horn actually comes from like, it's, it's basically uh, the community getting together, the fruitfulness of the community, and that horn always being full of meat. So that's kind of where we came up with that name. That's uh. So it, it's a it's a really cool fucking image, and magically <laughs> enough, it's got a really cool fucking story to go with it, huh? <laughs> magically <Yeah>. delicious. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess walk me through a normal day for you guys. Well. We get here in the in the morning. What, I, uh, hang on, I think what I specifically want to ask here is: is it before or afternoon that you're on the the right side of hammered? <laughs> <laughs> I I drink way way more than Jr. does. <laughs> John, John's had a bit today as well. We have some friends yeah. at midnight. John's officially my guy. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, had an old buddy of mine uh, that I worked with at Dogfish at He Brews at Midnight Oil Brewing Company. So he came in with his uh, boss and a couple of friends and uh, brought us a bunch of growlers of beer. So I've been uh, hitting that pretty heavy today. <laughs> yeah, rightly so. Damn straight. So, well, I, 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 just these questions just keep popping in my head, and for no reason. Do you also sell any beer in your in your store or your uh, your meadery at all, cans or otherwise? Yeah. We, it's, we a, it's yeah, it's a, we can. It's such a weird process down here. Like, like we we can sell beer, but and liquor, and, and, and liquor, uh, but as a as a meadery, we're not allowed to make it. So right, we right. can only make like fruit wines, wine, cider, mead. Um, but they did just pass a law in Delaware that allows us to sell beer and liquor because it before about a year ago you couldn't. You could only serve nope. pretty much whatever you made at your uh, property. Oh, wow, that's weird. <laughs> I travel a lot for work, and you run into all kinds of stipulations. Like some, like in Indiana, you can't buy cold beer at a gas station. You have to go to a liquor store. You can buy warm beer, <laughs> but you can't buy cold beer at a, at a gas station. Yeah. But anyways. Each, each, each state has its own archaic alcohol law. It's really <laughs> right. ridiculous. I, I think they're like trying to keep you from grabbing it at the gas station and drinking it on your way home, right? You got to... You gotta, we gotta cool. You gotta chill it down, but uh, yeah, that that sounds correct. I mean, in Delaware, <laughs> you're allowed to drink and drive as a passenger. <laughs> so what? I don't think they really give a shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As a passenger, you can drink in the car. Yeah, uh, you can open container as a passenger, but as a driver, you can't. Holy <laughs> shit! So I didn't know that existed anywhere in the fucking world. So I think Texas, you can too. But really, totally unrelated. We're moving the show to <laughs> Delaware, <laughs> but the weather's shitty there too. Yeah. So. Right? I guess We're it's just used to it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, my mind is blown. I did not know that existed anyway. But yeah, to to circle back here, walk us through because I, I assume most people aren't going to know what uh, somebody who you know who's running a meadery what the day would be like. So you know, you, you start the day with a cup of coffee, I assume, or do you start with the coffee flavored mead that you made for <laughs> Atlas Moth? Or yeah, I usually start my day with a cup of coffee, breakfast, and then I, I drive into the meadery. Um, we either make mead, we either uh, do a filtration of mead, or we're doing a transfer to another tank of mead. Bottling. Or bottling. Um, so the first three days of the week, we try to do some sort of production. 
And then uh, Thursday through Sunday, we're open. So oh, uh, Thursday, that- you know, we get a little bit of stuff done in the back, and then we open out front. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's just, uh, you know, we're selling meat out front in the tasting room. Yeah, John and I still, uh, uh, we are owners, but we still work here as well. So we work out in the front, we're behind the bar. Uh, you know, during that time, I try to figure out when I can pay bills and uh, <laughs> all that, all that fun stuff. I, I handle all the computer work. John has all the, the, the good stuff. He gets to make everything that people love. So <laughs> yeah, that's Clint. That's, that's Clint for the show. Yeah, I gotta, that, that actually yeah. is kind of apropos. JR, you'd be Brian and I'd be. <laughs> so from, uh, from the very first start, I'm just going to use moonshiners terms when you mash in or whatever. The first thing you do for me, what's the start? What's the timeline from, okay, we're going to make this mead to, okay, now we can drink this mead. Okay. So I, I would come in and I would mix honey, water and yeast together and, or fruit or spices in the mix. And uh, fermentation time would be about three weeks. After we pitch yeast, uh, we use a wine yeast generally, and that would ferment for three weeks. And after three to four weeks, we would uh, transfer that mead to a different uh, vessel. And that would sit in there and clear and age. And that vessel may be a, a stainless steel vessel, or that vessel may be an oak barrel, depending on what kind of mead we're making. And it'll sit in there for uh, two to three months. And after two to three months, we will pull the meat out and uh, we will uh, filter that meat. And that'll get ready to bottle after it's nice and clear. And I've uh, assessed that that meat is ready to bottle and it tastes the way I want it to. So we're talking like four or five months or something like that? Um, it's about, it's about three months. Oh, okay. Um, some of our, uh, barrel age stuff, it's about, it's around in there from, uh, six months to a year. Damn. We do a, a mead that's a, it's called a sizer. So sizer is a mix of, uh, um, cider and honey. And we actually ferment this one to 17% alcohol. Yeah. And we age that in a bourbon barrel for a full year before we release it and at the autumn equinox. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm too impatient, if, man. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can kind of believe. <laughs> All right. Well, so circling back to music, I mean, are you guys metalheads, you know, at heart or is it? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I played in black metal bands for about 15 years. Uh, you know, ever since I was a, a young kid, you know, so I was super into the Norwegian black metal scene as a as a youngster, and uh, always, you know, always played in bands and stuff. And then uh, once once I got down here, became friends with John. You know, he talked about opening a meadery. We got got that going, and uh, figured like, why not try to work with some bands? We you know we knew a lot of people from 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 our time in the in the in the scene and stuff. So it just kind of worked out great so being that you are metalheads and all that fun stuff I, been to any good shows lately oh yeah they went to death fest or forever death that fest. was december yeah. <laughs> yeah that was the last one we were at see yeah. told you um i stand right yeah 
we don't get out much, you know, we got kids and stuff now, so we're old, we're old heads. So. <laughs> what, what about we you? We'll be at the uh, uh, Decibel Beer Metal Festival. We're, uh, in, we're Philly. Yeah, in Philly. So we're doing a, a meet for Enslaved for their, uh, Frost, their last, last time playing Frost live in the, on, in the States. So huh. pretty excited about that. Right. So the, um, the Frost is a, is a Scandinavian style mead. We're using the Acacia Blossom Honey. We're using Norwegian um, spruce tips. Um, we're using juniper berries and Norwegian sea salt. So it's kind of like the Norwegian fjord, uh, forest meets the fjord. So it should be a cool, cool mead. It's already tasting pretty good now. So, <laughs> so I mean, so okay, I, I have a little, a very, very little experience brewing, and the 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 process is intriguing to me because you guys just essentially throw a bunch of shit in there that you've never done before and hope it tastes good or do you have some kind of <laughs> rhyme or reason that yeah this should be good because if not you've wasted five months on garbage <laughs> i mean does that uh, happen it's got to happen right you're like this is disgusting throw it away let's go i've been doing this for years so i can throw a recipe together in my sleep <laughs> okay so so you don't um i and uh I like to cook a lot, so I know what flavors uh, go together. Um, being in the brewing industry and winemaking industry all these years, I know what fa- flavors pair together. Okay, um, it's it's come fairly easy for me now. Uh, so I think I think we're up to about 140 recipes or something like that. 141. I'm sorry. <laughs> and and all of them were a success. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. <laughs> None of them. That, the, I mean, I, I, obviously, I we're send anything out. Tastes bad, <laughs> right? Right, but at the same time, you know, we're um, <laughs> Clint spit it out. I, I can't. Not I, the me. The I'm words. trying to find a way to say it without it being extra dumb. Um, <laughs> That's what we excel I, at, right? It's just, I guess the the best way to say it is is that it's kind of mind blowing that the success rate is fucking a hundred percent. Yeah, that's weird. You might be onto something. You should open a meadery. It's 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 pretty it's pretty wild, man. And like, well, so meads coming kind of coming back. You know, it's it's getting more popular, but there's a lot of really just terrible mead out there, and it throws a lot of people off. Um, the one nice thing about John is the stuff is all very high quality. I mean, we 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 spend a lot of money on our ingredients and stuff for it to be to be high quality. Like, yeah. uh, we just we don't want to just hand shit out to people because it's. <laughs> You right. know, it's gonna ruin the it's gonna ruin the mead name. It's gonna you know it's gonna ruin our our reputation, which we which we really care about. So, As, um, speaking of ruining the mead name, the only real connection I could make to mead, and I I'm going to apologize before just for bringing it up, but that stupid fucking Bud Light commercial where the dude ends up saying <laughs> he wants a mead and then he ends up in the stockade. Yeah, yeah. Pl- I'll tell you. I'll tell please you what, crush Bud, Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> They've done a great job of uh, getting people in our door. <laughs> that is true. It's, it goes backwards. Thank you. They've been great for business because everybody comes in here like, I never knew what mead was before, but we heard that Dilly Dilly commercial and we wanted to know what mead was. So here we are. <laughs> nice. That's a that's that's an awesome success story. You, you right should write, the, write them a letter thanking them. Yeah, it's literally pre-advertising, <laughs> you know, with, We'll be very accept- accepting to them if they come in here with a check for a hundred million dollars and wanna <laughs> wanna buy, buy you out. <laughs> so back to the uh metalhead thing. 
Uh, I I believe you guys have something coming up with Huntsman, a couple you know that, who are a, a personal favorite of ours. Yeah, well, we just released Last Breath. Uh, it was on in December at the Forever Death Festival. That was the first day it came out. So we flew flew out there to hang out with them. Um, in June, we have a big Viking festival that we do here called uh, Party Like It's 793. Um, 793 being the first uh, written down Viking attack on Lindisfarne, England. So we decided that we would celebrate that. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> eating pigs and, and, uh, you know, having Vikings and, and, and metal bands play. So it's, uh, it was pretty awesome last year, but the Huntsmen are actually, uh, flying down to, uh, or while driving down, I guess, to, uh, play it this year. So we're very, very excited for that. Yeah, I, I would be too. Um, I, as a matter of fact, I, I might try to get them on the phone and get them to stop here. What you say they're driving? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're going to try to do it like a little small East coast tour. While uh, while they're out here with us, that'd be fucking. Yeah, we awesome. met all the we met all the Huntsman guys in December when we were out in Chicago, and they are unbelievable. Just talented musicians, such nice guys, and uh, the mead we made for them was called uh, Last Breath, and it was a cherry mead that we Ooh. aged in single malt whiskey barrels, so that it was like smoky cherry. Had that whiskey finish to it. Yeah. Uh, it was it was just unbelievable. It was one of the best sellers we had here. Many, is there any of that left? No, of course not. Of course <laughs> not. God damn it! Quick question. It flew out of you couldn't believe. <laughs> uh, if you if you don't if you don't if you want to share that uh, if you don't want to share that's fine. But you know, so again, I'm holding the Wolf Woods. How much is this bottle? This 375 milliliter bottle. How much does that cost? Uh, seventeen ninety nine. Is that is that across the um, across the border? Is it going up and down and all kinds of which ways depending on what's in there? Uh, so like Freya's Kiss is our cheapest at sixteen ninety nine, and our our meads go anywhere up to about twenty six ninety nine, something like that. So it really kind of depends on what goes in it, how long it sits in barrels, uh, and whose name bottle on it. Stuff do. Uh, so we we. we uh, for the bands, um, each band gets their, their own style bottle. So like the Huntsman, they got a, 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 a moonshine bottle just because of the whole American scrap, the whole Americana thing. We wanted to give them a cool like uh, moonshine bottle. Uh, the, uh, the Atlas Moth, they got a black ceramic bottle that we got from Germany. So Damn it. really kind of depends on, on, on price, or, uh, you know, price of ingredients and that kind of stuff. That's fucking awesome, man. Uh, and I assume that there are different sizes right again i i please excuse my ignorance let's we're at 37 yeah. 375 right now yeah 75 that's that's basically 12.6 ounces and it goes up to 500 mils which is like 16.9 and then 750 which i don't remember what that is we don't really do much with 750 <laughs> i want to say it might be like 24 ounces or something like that yeah that would be a lot yeah um so the favorite part uh, I, I guess of doing all this what what's is it just seeing people hammered in your bar there? Is, is, is it right to well, call it a bar? I guess <laughs> it's a it's a meadery. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, no, we're we're a tasting room, but we do run like a bar on on certain nights. But uh, like for me, it's it's being able to deal with all the musicians and stuff. Like I really uh, I really enjoy that. You know, it's music's been a huge part of my life since I've been a little kid. So uh, that's that's I absolutely love doing that. I think the music and the art of mead making uh combined very well 
Um, because I mean, they're artists, I'm an artist, you know, I'm pairing flavors and, and honeys and yeast and flavor profiles. And they're, you know, trying to design music that is catching to the soul. And I think the mead and metal pairing is just phenomenal when we, uh, when we integrate, you know, with each other. I, you know, based on what we've got in front of us tonight, uh, we're going to go ahead and agree. Yeah, I like the I like how you mentioned it comes in different bottles and stuff. That makes it even more intriguing to try to collect right. all the cool little thingamabobbers yeah. and labels and all that. Our stuff. newest, like our newest release, our newest uh, metal uh, collab was with uh, Hail the Sun. I guess they're more of like post hardcore band out of uh, California, but uh, their their new album uh, Mental Knife was all blue, so we gave them a, a cobalt blue. Uh, what they call opera wine bottles, basically just a long neck bottle. The label was painted by the guitarist's girlfriend. Like, <laughs> so you know, we 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 definitely do try to try to pair them. Like most of our our, our uh, collabs come in 500 mil bottles. So. That's fucking <laughs> cool, man. I, I you know when you compare up the music with alcohol, of course, and all these other fun things. That it's just so you can listen to metal and get depressed and drink mead. And then just go ape shit. <laughs> go fucking Viking. <laughs> go act like a fucking Viking and go pillage yeah, something. Fellas, we really yeah, appreciate yeah. you taking some time out of your, I'm sure, very busy day to shoot the shit with us. Uh, we're going to get you out on the same question we end all these with. Um, stuck on an island, you get one album to bring with you. What is that one album? What is that one album? Uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna go uh, non-metal for that one. Who are who are you talking uh, to? Uh, this, is, this is J. This is Jr. Okay, Jr. says. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Blind Melon's oh, first album. I'm nice. a big, big Shannon Hoon guy, so uh, I know it's not very metal, but uh, no. that 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 dude was one of my favorite favorite singers. No, yeah, I love that album, and I could totally see that. Is I, that the B girl? Yeah, okay. that's one that I'd never get tired of. John, you're up. Okay, this is John. I'm going to go with Typo Negative October Rust. <laughs> you guys are our guys. That's yeah. fucking awesome. That was, my, that was one of my favorite albums as a, a young man, and I still listen to it pretty much every week. Um, Peter Steele, I mean, uh, God's bless him. I mean, their music was incredible. Uh, no one sounds like them. No. And that was probably one of their best albums that they've ever done. Yeah, you know, and Pete up there with a big ass bottle of wine every night, slapping his fucking bass with it and shit. So, can we do a mead, a typo mead that yeah, tastes like burning leaves? We actually do a mead for uh, typo negative. It's my commemorative to them. It's called uh, in praise of Bacchus. We have it. Uh, we have it out of the meadery right now. <laughs> I. So it's not sold out. <laughs> no, no, we have a bunch of it. <laughs> I believe we will be ordering that here shortly. What's it? What's it? What's in there? What's in there? Yeah, describe that one to us, please. So uh, I'm I'm kind of a historian. So you know I lo I looked into the god Bacchus. He was the wine god. He was also known as Dionysus by the Greeks. Um, and things that were associated to him were honey, grapes, figs, and cinnamon from the Far East. That was all the things that were worshipped in the cult of Bacchus. So I put all those things in the mead. Yeah, I believe we will be ordering some of that here shortly. <laughs> I was wondering what and Peter tastes like. It's, it's a delicious <laughs> mead. It's um, it's it's one of our best sellers. Uh, we have it on tap right now, and we have it in bottles. Cool. 
Uh, yeah, John, Jr. Thanks. This has been really informative and a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, we really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> so yeah. All right. See ya. Bye. Well, that, that was uh, that was a tasty conversation. That was. <laughs> I feel like you've been holding on to that one. <laughs> no, I just that's right off the top of the dome. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't I, had a, I think it came back to music just enough, and it was. I, I and probably a lot of our listeners, all seven of them, don't know a lot about Mead and. I would guarantee that at least one of those seven will probably try something. I out. fucking hope so. Man. We're influencers. Clint. We uh, we will obviously <laughs> include the links, and we I, are drinking it as we were listening, and bona fide delicious. It's good. It, it, it has. I wanted to wait till it was done to kind of describe it, so we didn't talk over them. They know what it tastes like, but it's it definitely you definitely get the honey sweet wine taste, but it has a um, a boozy kind of aftertaste. I hear that described yes. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of the burn there. Yeah. Um. So you get you cover all bases. Yeah. And uh, those of you who know me know that it's been a while since I've had any of the uh, alcoholic beverages. And uh, first night back off the wagon, I'm uh, I'm sitting here with some mead that I should, <laughs> here with some mead. I should probably take it easy on, but I just might not. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Thanks again to them. Um, their collaborations. We'll have their links. And, All the links. Uh, I was going to have them say their links, but we'll have them. There's probably only a couple. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure you know how to we find them. We will make sure you know how to find them. And real quick, we have a new sponsor. Yeah. Uh, Compliments of Clint. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Hurry up. Um, so we've been going to concerts. We've been playing in bands for a long fucking time. Uh, as has been noted here on this show, the Whores Black Tusk show at Space Bar last year was the final straw for my ears. They have not been the same since. Uh, tinnitus is a ton of fun. Tinnitus. I can confirm. After that, I decided it was time to look into some better... Answer the door! <laughs> is anybody going to answer that phone? <laughs> I decided it was time to look into some ear protection and found Eargasm. They are uh, they're perfect. It's like cutting the volume in half. Everything still sounds good. No muffle. No muffle. It, it's, it, you know... it. They work really well for me. I do not leave home without them. This is the fucking God's honest truth. Wears uh, them every band practice, every show, even shows he don't need the, He does not need them at. No, he still wears I, them. I am seriously protect your ears. Yeah. Use our link. In all candor, you're not going to get a discount or anything for using our link. This is it just helps us. It helps us because they give us like two weeks with this. So if we get enough sales through that, then I assume we may actually be able to help with discounts and shit like that. Okay. Link will also be in the post for the show. Protect your ears. Listen to metal loudly. Eargasm.com. I don't know if that exists. <laughs> it does now. A couple bands that I don't think we talk about enough here is Corrosion of Conformity. Well, we went through a and pretty, Doyle. <laughs> pretty solid stretch of talking about CFC, but I. Okay. And and Doyle because he is he is Doyle. Doyle he is a character. Von, all that stuff. Vo- Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Yeah. The the Misfits and himself and his solo stuff. The guy in the right place at the right time when Misfits needed a guitarist. Right. He was the kid at the practice space. And now he is the guy who wears the same makeup, the same pants, the same thing around his neck. Every interview, every time you see him, everywhere he goes, he is in character. Even for these little I watch all of his interviews. I I, I think he's entertaining. If he if he's doing a little piece of the interview, he'll spend his hour to get ready, and he will make sure 
if the interview isn't long enough, it would be like, no, we're not done. I didn't put all this fucking shit on <laughs> for this. And he's got his little toy poodle dog on there, and he talks about being vegan. Everyone asks the same questions. Oh, my God. But it is entertaining. But anyways, I agree <clears throat> with Woody Weatherman here. Of COC. Because he, do, he complains all the time in these interviews about having to charge people for meet and greets and not want to do the meet and greets. And he just complains about the music in- industry the entire time. The music industry that has provided him with a career and to be able to do this character right. and this person that he is. Um, and the the band now. Otherwise, nobody would be able to hear you talk about being fucking vegan. Right. <laughs> exactly. So the band is Doyle. And the music's just straightforward. Like It's like punk metal-ish. It's just fast. Really no nothing to it. Kind nothing, of. Yeah. And he says, I don't know how to play anything on the guitar other than what I play. <laughs> and he beats the shit Which, out of it. To, to some degree, it makes a lot of <laughs> right. sense. But but anyways, long story short, this Woody has come out and saying, you might be in the wrong industry. If right. You, you know, which is, that's, what, that's when, I, when I hear him say that, I'm like, dude, you, stop. Right? You're dating Elisa or whatever. She'll, she'd carry the bills. No, yeah. The, uh, he's married to the woman from... Um, there's dating. Are they dating? From Arch Enemy, yeah. Okay. I thought they were married. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyways, yeah. No, it's it's always annoying when because it always feels facetious. Maybe I'm just overly cynical. I, I guess are, I are am. Thinking, are you overly thinking about cynical, uh, but Mastodon right now? Did we cover a sort of a story like this of them complaining about that was that I kind of agree with because that was them talking about not getting paid enough for streams and stuff on yeah. Spotify. That you know they should get money for their fucking and, music. But and Doyle's complaining about having to do paid meeting greets because you can't make enough money. Yeah, no, I already bought your ticket to your fucking concert. I don't want to. I, I I hate that shit. You know, back in the day when we would go to the shows at the Newport and shit like that here in Columbus, we'd hang out out back afterwards, wait on the band to come out, meet them, have shit signed, smoke weed with smoke weed with them, yeah. and. You know, it was cool. Now bands like specifically Seven Dust, like you just mentioned, will do these $175, $150 meet and greets. And it's like, no, dude, I already met you, so I'm only getting half of it. Do I, <laughs> what do I get? Do I have to pay $85? If I, can I use your autograph to get in free saying I've already, I've uh, already met you once? Those, those things kind of rub me the wrong way. I, um, I plan to still do a show uh, all about that. I want to do, no, just you and me talking about when you become from all about the fans and the music to getting out on the stage and then leaving. When you're done and right. saying fuck the rest of the, you know what? At what point do you stop being for the fans and just for whatever the fuck Again, the other thing is? I don't think a lot it of people, will happen. I, I don't think a ton of people that listen to us actually like Seven Dust. They never seem to get a really positive no, reaction from it. It's a generalization, right? But what I'm saying is, I think Seven Dust is the perfect fucking example of yeah. that. Yes, they are. They they've got the uh, clutch would be too probably. No. Yes. Don't don't you dare despair. Just. And say bad things about clutch. Bad things. Bad things. Bad things. Next up, a bad thing happened if yes. you're a fan of Prodigy. I will go ahead and take my hat off. I don't have a hat on. I'm bald already. So <laughs> uh, I don't laugh. Right now. Keith Flint of Prodigy has passed away, taking his own life at the raw young age of 50. Uh, he's a fire starter. 49. Fire starter. Well, okay. Uh, it was, I saw two nines and I caught it 50. So he was 49. Uh yeah, 1969 and 19, 2000, and Mead. Mead's good. Oh, man. Uh, so just a quick, you know, neither one of us are Prodigy fans. It sucks because they were slated to be at the Sonic Temple Festival, one of the main acts, I guess. Yeah, they, on all they the just put out stuff. an album, I believe, and we're uh, doing a tour and everything. I was kind of stoked to see them just because they are, they're a big deal in other circles. Yeah. And, and they, I mean, they've been around for fucking and ever. And everybody Everyone remembers. on here knows the Firestarter yes, song, right? So exactly. They, 
But if you wanted the details on how he did and all that stuff, we're not going to tell you all that. No, you can Google no, no. that shit. Um, so on to I guess more good sad, sad some different version. I feel of like crappy. my voice should go high. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll celebrate the life of late drummer Vinnie Paul. We should not Abbott. be this drunk talking about all these things. No, I'm not drunk. Um, on I'm May 11th, drunk, you're drunk. May 11th, House of Blues in La and Las Vegas. Sure. Las Vegas. Navada, Nevada. Um, which is, I mean, what wh- what about it, Clint? What are the who's playing the drums? It doesn't say. <laughs> it doesn't say. I would assume that they. I would hope almost that they would have some kind of rotation thing. You know, they're going to work in some Pantera songs if you're going to celebrate Vinny. Yeah. It, 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 are they going to work in some Damage playing songs too? I uh, probably not. Would be my guess. I but not. I guess I don't know. Uh, either way, <laughs> I guess I don't know. It, it just seems like a cool thing. That would probably be the only way that, as sad as that is, that would probably be the only way that I would actually go to see a fucking hell yeah show. Is that tribute thing there? I would have went in in years past if it was like mm-hmm. a thing, just to, just to see him. And I mean, I'd like the singer too. I'd like um, Chad Mudvayne. Yeah, Chad. His name's Chad. Something like that. Chad D. What's his name? Chad. Thanks. All right, so that's cool. Catch that in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Um, and then whatever this is, Clint says it's a Zach attack. <laughs> As he scrolls to figure out what the fuck he's talking Hang about. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the kid from uh, School of Rock. Remember that Jack Black movie? Yeah, oh, yeah. of course. I watch it every time it's on TV. You remember like the first story we did doing this podcast? Yes. With, with uh, what's we call it from American Head Charge stealing fucking guitars? Yes. This kid is his fucking protege. He's stealing shit. He's taking. He's. Is it the guitarist? A stuffy, fancy, uh, guitars from the movie. I'm saying. No. Oh. He's he's walking into like guitar centers and shit, asking to play guitars. But is he from the movie? What are you talking? Yeah, about? he's from oh. the movie. It's and the he's, kid from the movie. Is it the guitar player from the movie? Yes. So he's like the rich kid that played the guitar right. kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And he, now he's stealing shit. And now he's just taking shit. He. Uh, let's see here. If it's okay. Him, Jack said I could. He'd buy this one. <laughs> he he takes them. Uh, here we go. Reports that Joey would walk into a store, ask to test the guitar, and then just walk out of the store <laughs> with the guitar. Sounds like a good strategy. That's it, it was working. And then he would go to where would he go? A pawn shop. Exactly. I didn't read that, but I know that. It, it's uh Joey. Is it Joey? Uh, the the guy that played Zach. What's his name? Joey. Doesn't even say his Joey Gatos. Joey Gatos. Gatos. Joey Gatos Junior. I'm sure Joey Ghetto Senior is pissed off. Yeah. Either way, that's that's equally parts stupid, funny, and sad. <laughs> oh, speaking of sad, speaking of sad, whatever this tour is, you're gonna say does not come to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, no, that's the previously mentioned. Yeah, you're gonna drive up to fucking Neurosis tour this August. Yeah, it's not even a tour. It's just kind of like a how do you. That's do. how they tour, man. So how do you? That's do. how they tour. It covers ten days. That's how they tour. It's not a tour. They they never do. They, they, it seems like ten to twenty is the most that they do. And when you're a band like Neurosis, that's more not often tour. than not they're in fucking Europe. Insidient so, will do tours bigger than that. Insidient will do tours <laughs> in the same city, <laughs> same bar every other night. So yes, fellow East Coast people, Neurosis is coming through in Boston, August. Boston, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Washington. Carborough, Atlanta, Montreal, Toronto, Detroit, and Chicago. Yes. I will be in Detroit for the Detroit show because I will not be in Detroit for the Chicago show. That would be (laughs) stupid. (laughs) 
Uh, if you want to go, let me know because I'm going. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Also, Baroness teasing a new album. It will be uh, they all their albums are colors. This one is apparently going to be uh, the the color numbers mob. that they've been giving out. <laughs> mob. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the uh, the album is going to be gold and silver. Gold and silver. Gold and silver. Okay. So it might be another double album. They haven't released a release date or even a full fucking song for that matter. It's just like a 15 second clip. But uh, color me excited about more Baroness. Been waiting to color you all night, Clint. Uh, well, you got a little bit longer to go, buddy. All right. Yeah, so In Flames. This was Clint's idea. <laughs> oh, man. Don't fucking. A uh, new album came out. Uh, it was last week, wasn't it? Why you got to throw me under the bus? Like last that? week called I, comma, The Mask. I, comma, The Pass. The, yeah. No, you, uh, and I'm going to, I am I bet that you didn't listen to the whole fucking thing. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, I did. Wait a second. Okay, go. I did. Right. Give me your root. It's terrible. Yes. <laughs> uh, it started out okay. Like, Especially the first song. First song's best song. The like album. the first three or four. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of ramped up to shitty from there. It goes on a streak of like four songs that are just garbage, 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 garbage. <laughs> and then it, it peaks like somewhere around eight, I want to say. Eight is either a really good song or it's just an okay song after four tracks of fucking Why is garbage. It bad? It, it's, it's fake generic. It, it doesn't feel genuine. It sounds it, like it, it's, it, it sounds like, like it's put together with a fucking formula. Right. It's so there's a producer producing them. It's awful, man. But do you, do you listen to old? Have you listened to old in flames? I have. Yes. And, and it, it did not it? hit me the same way. So old in flames is heavy. I've they, heard of them, but trying to move towards this. Yeah, where the money's at, right? Garbage. Yeah. So uh, only because of what last week was, I'm going to give this two shits. Because it was better than Mark Morton's solo album. I am not going to go that fucking <laughs> far at all. It, I, and when I say I didn't listen to the whole thing, I, I got the album itself is like close to fifty minutes or something like that. I, I got through the whole album in about forty. There, there were a couple songs there where you're around the halfway mark. I just couldn't do it anymore. That and first song had the riffage, and it was like, man, like, like, like the first three are feeling all right. And then, you know, they get to the sing-songy choruses, of course, and that. but I kind of knew that going into it. Of choruses? Of uh, choruses, choruses, of choruses. I, I will go... I, I mean, what was your sliding scale there with, if you're never going to listen to it again, it should be a... Uh... I'll never gonna listen to it again. See, but... there's things on that Mark Morton album that I will listen to again. Uh... And if if there was no Mark Morton last week, I'd have probably given a half a shit. But it was better than the Mark Morton, and I gave Mark Morton one one shit because he's Mark Morton. So I had to I had to step it up. Then I will give this half a shit because <laughs> it is because it had a good song on it. You know, there there was that one song after all the really bad ones that was not as bad. Man, Sorry, getting flames, guys. I know there's a ton of you out there. This show, that review doesn't do our show any good. But we are about being honest. Yes, and I will. If you can tell by our listens, we are not about kissing the ass of the big bands. No. Um, I'd rather kiss Huntsman's ass. Yes. Boy, you are just or graphic tonight between wondering what Peter tastes like. Steel Peters. <laughs> Steel Peters. Oh, it's good to be back. I've got the, uh, I, I'm, I'm finally going to do the gear geeking on the rat pedal. Yeah, you are. I was, uh, which by the way, 
Also, listened to a good chunk of Bridesmaid this week. Uh, saw them last night, Thursday night here in Columbus. Yeah, man. Bridesmaid, always fucking awesome. Always a good time. Live it, love it. Guitar Listen player to needs it. to turn up a little no, bit more. Their he's, singer is the best, though. The singer, he's got the Vox. Man, yeah. he's got the Vox. Anyways, uh, and speaking of Bridesmaid, uh, our guy Bob of Bridesmaid pointed me towards that rap pedal, and um, it technically it is a guitar pedal. It's a pedal. It's not neither. It, it's it's, it's whatever the case. or something. It's, it's trans <laughs> pedaled. I don't. I don't. Know. I don't either. Um, it is pretty fucking good. You get. You don't have to turn any of those knobs very far <laughs> to get a completely <laughs> That's different your kind of pedal. Sound. It you don't is have to turn any of those knobs. It is. A, it's got three knobs. It's just a black. It's very simple, <laughs> and it gets the fucking job done. It's a distortion pedal, by the way. Clint endorses the rat pedal. Kill join. Is, are you going with the one that's giving you so much consternation? Yeah, and you got to go first. That's your. You're. Uh, I got to go first because I don't have any idea what's coming. Yeah, you're insisting we do it, and I don't want to do it. So here you go. You ready? Kill right. join your race. That's- so if you. Join them, top honor. If you kill them, that's second place because they still have made music. They've, they you, have their catalog, but they will never make anything right. else. And if you race them, they never existed. Never they never were banned. We've uh, had more than two arguments yes. about this stupid fucking game. So, Clint, here you go. You ready? I am not. Horndel, Witch Ripper, oh. <laughs> Huntsman. Okay, I can do this. I can't do this. I quit. Oh, dude, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, Witch Ripper is a race. Fuck you, dude. Oh, my God. You wanted it. You got you it. You have to answer this, too. I don't have to do Yes, anything. you do. <laughs> you are a fucking damn sure um, It's a game, ladies and gentlemen. No one's ha- nothing's happened yeah, to Witch no, Ripper. Yeah, no, this isn't. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, dude. I'm going to join Huntsman. I'm going to. Fu- I'm s- sorry. Sorry, Pontus. Pontus. Clint's going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You guys went out on top. One just fucking amazing record. They had two. And it, well, yeah, it's a three-song EP. So that's what you're going. That's what I'm going with. I'm sorry, Pontus. Why, really, why? 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 Because of the. You just feel Huntsman style a little more. Yes, okay. Be, just because of the the spread of things that are in there, uh-huh. and yeah, and, it goes all over and up and yeah. down, all around. <laughs> Which is really asinine because the only knock I had on Horndole was, <laughs> I'm sorry, that it, didn't <laughs> <laughs> that it didn't go full speed at all. Yeah. All right, so that's the show. We're on no, social media. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. The no, it's over. It says no, right no, here. No, the dickhead. show's over. Let's go. I don't want to do it. I know. I didn't want to either. Fuck. Uh, it, mine's similar. Except switch the two. I mean, uh, erase Witch Ripper, but I still do love that shit. And I, I, I do listen. I've listened to it in the past month. I just always forget to. I, I still love you, Witch Ripper, and you wear a killer mask during your interview. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to. Um, so I erase uh, Witch Ripper, kill the Huntsman. The Huntsman will be the hunted and killed. And then Horndel. Me and me. But Pontus has got to let me write some riffs, all right? Pontus is going to let me out to write some riffs, dude, all right? Because I'm coming. Here we go. I'm going to put some solos in there that are out of key and fucking off tempo and all kinds of shit. And uh, that's all. That, that was dumb. Who fucking that was, came up with that? That hurt my brain a lot. Um, but I wanted to use the sounder. <laughs> yeah, no. But I mean, that's also the fun in doing it. Um, and feel free to join in and let us know what you do should you want to put yourself <laughs> through that fucking punishment willingly. 
The good news is we know Witch Ripper doesn't listen at all. So right. It's fine. It's fine. And um, if they do, they're wearing Batman masks. <laughs> we're on the social media. We are on all the social channels. We're on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter. So if those are all the social channels, we are on them. If there are more social channels, we are not on them. So take that other social take channels. Take that, Mastodon. We have the social channel. <laughs> we have an email. It is eostupidity at gmail.com. Find more reasons to not send us emails. We have a Venom prison in the back. We have Venom prison fucking destroying things in the background. We have a lucky James Robertson the we third. We have a lucky James Robertson the third. So congratulations to him. That's one of three, as we yes. said. We will be giving out more tickets. We will be announcing the next giveaway very soon very because soon. May is not far away. And oh, uh, it didn't don't rhyme every time. <laughs> Check out Venom Prison, March fifteenth, which is Friday after today. Today's Friday. Next week's next Friday. Friday. But you'll be listening to this. So Check out. <laughs> do do the internet thing and find Brimming Horn Meadery if you're on the East Coast. Links there below. in Delaware. Try the shit. Oh don't, be a, don't be a snooty, snobby bastard and say, oh, I just don't want to do the beer. Or it's be good. a snooty, snobby bastard and keep your pinkies out while you drink it. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs>